Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. Today's topic, I want to address something that was really difficult for me when I first got into off-roading, and I've now found it to be easier, but just because I know certain things and because I have certain connections. What I'd like to begin with is maybe a question. Have you ever really wanted to do something, but the information you're finding on Google or the people you're trying to get the information from, it's it's difficult. It's like people are trying to hold back information. They don't want to share all the information because uh, it brings value to them and and, and they don't want to share it because even though it brings value to you, it brings no additional value to them by sharing it. Um, well, maybe something, a hobby, something you want to get into, maybe a career, uh, something like that. Well, the subject I'm talking about is, is finding trails, trail riding. Basically, the most quintessential thing of off-roading is riding on trails. So, we've kind of discussed a little bit um, at large what off-roading is. Uh, taking a vehicle off of a paved road and either doing you know gravel, dirt, rock crawling, muddy ruts, sand whatever it may, water crossings, whatever that may be, whether you're into overlanding or uh, touring or rock crawling or hill climbing, buggies, jeeping, Toyotas, trucks, whatever it may be, um, you're always going to be on some sort of trail, unless maybe you're out on the sand dunes or something like that, where it's even then you have a, a general direction you have to go. Um, but typically you're on a trail and, uh, finding those places to off-road, finding those trails can be difficult. Now I'd like to discuss a few of those things of, uh, I'd like to discuss a few of the, the ways that you can find trails and, and, uh, uh, and, and how places that make it a little bit easier, make it a little simpler, um, maybe give you the tools per se, to uh, find the trails and to find the places where you can go off-roading legally. But first, um, I'd like to answer the question and answer the question of the story. Yes, I've been in that predicament, and I'll get into the story real quick. So basically when I first started off-roading, um, I had a pickup truck, I had a Dodge Ram, and uh it had some all terrains. It, it was my daily driver. I did a lot of landscape work out of it. Um, got me to point A to point B. But I, I, I kind of made it. It was tall. It had you know nice tires. And I really wanted to take it riding on trails. Well, I Googled and Googled and Googled and couldn't. And, and this is back, uh, you know, nine, ten years ago when... Facebook wasn't quite as developed as it is now with groups and things like that and off-roading and overlanding wasn't quite as popular and all the GPSs that are available now are not quite a thing. Uh, and I was young myself, 20 years old, 20, 21 years old, and just looking for some fun. And we would go ride, you know, uh, power lines, 
construction sites, just dumb places that, of course, we were trespassing and there was legal. We weren't uh, treading lightly, and uh, I do regret it looking back. Uh, there was a piece of property that's now the uh, high school in my hometown, Buford High School, that uh, from was on a main highway, but uh, there was so much vegetation growing up that you could not see um, where uh, you couldn't see the the lot. So behind the trees, it was all dirt, and they'd kind of built up big plateaus of uh, ruts and dirt, and and we would go over there and we'd just ride them, <laughs> and uh, we'd do it at night mostly because. Uh, they'd have cops occasionally watching the entrances uh, during the day. So uh, I don't suggest doing this, <laughs> but that's that's what we did. We were almost out of desperation, and we were Googling, you know, is there any off-road parks? And at the time, there wasn't any off-road parks near me, uh, and I didn't know what existed as far as forest service roads about an hour, hour and a half away from my house. And I would have done the drive um, had I known that it existed. Um, fast forward a little bit and that's the end of that story. Um, and actually I did get pulled over by the cops one day and got in trouble, but I did not get a ticket. I got a warning, but, uh, he thought I was out there dumping trash, but I was not dumping trash. I was totally just taking my Jeep or excuse me, a truck out at the time. And, uh, there's like a couple hill climbs and some ruts and stuff and mud puddles. I mean, I just love getting that truck muddy and dirty. Um, and I didn't mind cleaning it. Now my Jeep's with my heim joints and just all the different nooks and crannies of a jeep i hate cleaning it after going anywhere with mud but anyways so um fast forward a little bit i got um a jeep cherokee um my first i had a couple cherokees but this is my first four-wheel drive cherokee the first one i have is two-wheel drive and i wanted to go do some trail riding and again google Google, Google, and it, and still to this day, if you Google off-road trails in Georgia, it's terrible. It does not come up with good information. Um, it just not there's not good and reliable information. But thankfully, because of Facebook and all the groups that have been made, if you'll just join like your local Jeep club, and this is from the the first arbitrage or hack or however you want to call it, um, you can get some decent decent information. And for me, there was a huge club in the state called Georgia Jeepers. Uh, it's now changed to, uh, the name has changed, um, like Jeeping Ministry or something like that. Uh, uh, I apologize, I don't know the name off the top of my head. But they had to disband the name Georgia Jeepers because of a copyright issue with Jeep. But anyways, um, it's a big club and people would share information. But even then, people would try to withhold a lot. And at first I didn't know why and now I know why. They wanted to keep the trails less crowded they wanted to keep them clean they wanted to keep them from getting rutted up people wheeling in them in the rain and they wanted to keep them open so that they can go enjoy them and they would see where they would go ride and then they come back a month later or a couple weeks later and there's trash or been rutted out or they're waiting in line or there's traffic on the trail and it frustrates people when people have to pull off a lot of times on trails to let another vehicle go by, I always can tell that there's some sort of attitude. I try to roll down my window and have a conversation typically and just say like, hey, how's it going? How me get with you? And just kind of break that down because we should be happy to see that people are sharing our passions. Like nobody gets upset, um, you know, when you go to a baseball game and there's a bunch of other baseball fans there There's that keeps the, the stadium open, right? 
Um, but it's like, I don't know, people are just frustrated, I guess, in general. We all want to kind of enjoy nature and it to be natural and not see trash. And I guess when there's a lot of trail traffic, it kind of takes away from that. And that's one reason I don't like off-road parks necessarily. It's just because it doesn't feel natural to me and it doesn't wheel natural. Uh, wheeling something that's been created uh, with tires or pipes or logs being stacked on one another typically ends up causing damage to the vehicle. Uh, it's more designed to test your vehicle in a bad way. And when you do it, I don't know why, but like when it's just natural and it's been run over as many times by vehicles and worn out uh, and it's natural materials, materials, it seems to lend to um, being able to test your vehicle without having some of the issues like loose rocks or pipe and concrete breaking and things like weird traction issues that happen on tires and climbing concrete and those sort of things. Um, I don't know. That's just the style we like. I got used to doing and then I go to parks. Sometimes I run into those kind of issues. Um, but I do know that there's a lot of parks, a lot of natural trails, so that's not to talk bad about all of them. It's just some of the ones I've gone to. Um, but anyways, so uh, I bring this up because I'm going to go off-roading in a park in February and um, going to be going to Durham Town in Union Point, Georgia, February 16th, if anybody wants to join us. But um, we'll be headed over there for the day, and it uh, looks like a great place. Uh looks like it's pretty muddy, and I'm not a fan of mud, but I did see there's a rock section, so I'm pretty excited about that. But um, anyways, this whole the idea of this podcast is to talk about how to find trails and how I kind of got to where now... I have like a list of trails that I really, 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 really want to do. Uh, almost an overload of trails. And uh, thankfully, it's because of the progression of the internet at scale, but also because of um, just connections I've made. And, and and honestly, it's a really the big thing is getting involved in your off-road community, whether you're an overlander, even if you have an obscure vehicle, say you like wheel a Subaru Baja or <laughs> a Porsche Cayenne or I don't know, just something weird like Oddball. There's not like a lot of people in a group that do that kind of build. You can still find overlanding and rock crawling um, groups that will share that kind of information. Um, but so here's a couple of different suggestions. Uh, one, uh, Jeep, if you own a Jeep Wrangler, and you don't have to own a Jeep Wrangler, but if you own a Jeep Wrangler, you might know about this one. It's called the Jeep Badge of Honor. Uh, Jeep has an app called the Jeep Badge of Honor, and you can register with the app using your VIN, but you don't have to use your VIN to register with the app um, or to use the app, per se. If you want to get the badges, you have to have a Jeep and have a VIN registered to you, but if you just want to learn about these trails, I don't think you necessarily have to have a VIN. Anyways... They have kind of rated some of the top trails in the United States. There's Moab, there's Rubicon Trail, there's uh, Red Bar- Redbird SRA in Indiana, there's uh, um, all different types. Uh, Beasley Knob is the only one we have here in Georgia. Um, Drummond Island is one in Michigan, which is a really cool location. So they're all over the United States. And there's a ton of badges you can get. So that's a great one. That, that Those would be like your major, like, kind of like super scenic um, trails that are, I don't know, they would be like 
uh, really iconic trails that you would that you might would consider going off roading to, and those are all over the United States. The other thing I would suggest, so that's just one, that's an easy one. Um, the other one I would suggest is getting into uh, finding out. So if you have a Tacoma or a Wrangler or whatever you have, try to find uh, your whatever your local group is. So say you live in Florida, just and, and you can even get really niche with this, like. There's a group in Florida that's the Central Florida XJ and ZJ owners. So like Cherokee, Old Cherokee and Old Grand Cherokee owners. And they communicate about different trails that are in the southeast, uh, not just in Florida. And like those exist. There's a lot of those small breakout groups. And there's a lot of those groups that exist um, that are time wasters and a lot of them that are very informative. Um, you could join a local off-road club. I struggle with off-road clubs because they want to do a lot of meetings. Sometimes there's fees. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that structure doesn't really work for me, but I like to join a lot of the groups and then I can, there's a lot of people that will ask silly questions or a lot of people ask basic questions or a lot of people ask questions that have been asked over and over again. But one of the great things with a group that's been open a long time, if you see like a club or a group that's been open a long time on Facebook, maybe like four or five years, three or three, four years, you can use a search tab in that group and search like local trails, off-road trails. Also, maybe you can find where they're having like upcoming events. Um, a lot of time, overland groups have upcoming events. Overlanders seem to be way more organized. Um, but those are... Uh, even trail cleanups. A trail cleanup would be a great way, and I'll go ahead and plug myself. Blackbrier Road is having a trail cleanup on March 22nd. We do have uh, it's called the Grassy Gap Trail Cleanup. Uh, it's a public event on Facebook, so you can join that. But a lot of those events, you'll do a cleanup for two hours in the morning, and then there'll be a trail ride in the afternoon. We're gonna do that. You're gonna be able to uh, do a two-hour cleanup, and then uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna not be able to lead it. I'm gonna have to leave with all the trash that we're going to take off the trail that day. But um, but you'll be able to, uh, I'll give you the, the coordinates and the route. And if um, uh, if the people are going that I know they're going to be there, there's be plenty of people to guide that day. So um, that's a great way. I think going to like a trail cleanup, going to a club meeting. Uh, here's another great, fantastic way. Go to off-road events or shows that have obstacle courses or trail rides now you may not enjoy the obstacle courses or the trail rides but if you get in line with uh for one of these events so uh i'm gonna use jasper jeep fest in georgia um so so you go to the event there's always lines for the obstacle courses and trail rides when you're in line get out of your jeep if you can which you will be able to and go talk to the other people that are in line. Say, hey, where do you guys normally off-road? There's something about being in person, being trail riding. They can see your vehicle and they see you're responsible. That they'll say, um, typically, a lot of people will share that information. So um, that's a great way. Doing it in person, going to like club meetings, going to off-road events, talking to people in that way. You're DMing people is a fantastic way. So uh, uh, if you have Instagram, you can search uh, locations and you can search by category. So if like, say you live in, uh, Marietta, Georgia, and, uh, you want to go off-roading, you can search Marietta, Georgia. Uh, you can search it for Jeeps and then you'll get like the top 100, uh, posts and then look at those Jeep guys and, uh, 
look at their pictures, and if they're like wheeling somewhere you think that's really cool or scenic, and then you see you will see where they'll a lot of times tag location. Just DM that person like, hey, where are you at? Where you took this picture? That's awesome. Can you send me the GPS coordinates? People love sharing that information because you're like kind of giving them mad props like on where they're at. The best way for me to learn where a lot of places were was to get in Facebook groups and just read. Also, YouTube is a fantastic source of information. Um, you can search search like off-roading Georgia, and then they'll tell you at the beginning, usually the video or in the title, like, oh, we're at this location or this place. Um, one thing I'm learning about a lot of different states in the United States is... Uh, People are trying to figure out how to traverse the states because of our fantastic uh, forest service system of roads that we have in this uh, United States is that you can, um, Wisconsin's got a Trans-Wisconsin Trail. We have the Georgia Traverse here in Georgia. Uh, I've seen recently a uh, Utah Traverse. Um, there's quite a few states. There's a guy working on one for uh, the Manistee Forest uh, from Narrow Roads Adventures. I think he's got that figured out now, how you go across the entire Manistee Forest. There's a lot of trail riding. Um, So uh, YouTube is a fantastic. So we've got Facebook groups. we got the Jeep Badge of Honor using the apps. We have um, just communicating with people and uh, uh, persons at events, if you're the kind of person that doesn't mind doing that. Uh, if If you're more of a shy person, then Facebook's a great place. You're DMing people using uh, Instagram uh, and pictures. Uh, Don't be afraid to add someone on Facebook or Instagram, uh, especially Facebook. Uh, If you have a Jeep in either your profile picture or uh, somewhere on your page uh, and you try to friend another Jeep person, they will almost immediately accept it. Um, And then you can look at their pictures, you can communicate with them in that way, and then maybe get some more information on your area. Uh, I think another great way to do it, and it's a way that I've been doing it more recently, other than just communicating with people by word of mouth, is Gaia GPS. Gaia GPS, and there's a lot of other GPSs that are out there, like uh, iOverlander. There's a lot of different other programs, but um, I use Gaia GPS. Gaia GPS, you can find BLM land, uh, which is Bureau of Land Management land. You can find Forest, uh, forest Service roads. Um, you can find uh, all the... All, they have a whole different... All these different maps that you can overlay if you have premium or the basic uh, subscription. This is a subscription service. They do have a free app, but it's not quite as good. Um, and you can look at the United States and look at uh, uh, look for roads. And so in the state of Georgia, I just recently found um, there's a couple trails that are uh, closer to a friend of mine in Athens. And we're thinking about going to ride over there and just check them out. And it says that they're, um, you know, unmanaged roads, they're gravel, that kind of information. And I can actually go to it with a GPS point so I can get there and try it and I might get there and it might just be like a two or three mile uh, gravel road but I'll tell you when I was a 20 year old in my pickup truck a two or three mile gravel road would have been so much more fun and of course legal <laughs> versus like wondering if I was going to get in trouble riding some power lines or whatever so uh really great information uh using Gaia GPS uh I've used Gaia because uh, people recommended 
people know that I like to go trail riding, so I get a lot of uh, messages on Facebook and Instagram and say, hey, try this uh, this track of road out we found in uh, Georgia using GPS. And I'll get those GPS coordinates, and then I'll find, ooh, I've actually rode here before, rode in a certain area close by, and Gaia actually allows you to save your tracks. So I will wheel a section, if I haven't rode it before, that they recommend, and then... Uh, I will connect it to where I've rode before or I'll save it and I'll save campsites. So I really recommend if you're someone who's going to be doing this, you know, at least every other month or once a month, um, going off-roading or even four or five times a year, Gaia is really inexpensive. Uh, you can typically get it for, like, I think, 20 bucks or so. The premium is a little bit more expensive, but not that much. And... Um, it's totally worth it to be able to see all these trails. And even if you're like, okay, I went on Facebook. This guy said, go to this GPS coordinate. It's a cool road. It's this many miles. Then you can go to Gaia, plug it in, save it, download the map for that area. So if you lose service wherever you're going, because you're probably going to be out in the sticks somewhere, uh, then you can follow it. And then you can mark it. Like, oh, there's campsites here. There's a water crossing here. If you ever want to go back, there's that kind of thing. Um I would say try to also attract friends in the uh, and and take people along with you um, in the community that you're going to be growing. So, say you're like into Nissan Pathfinders, try to find a Pathfinder group and just like either see if they're going to be doing an organized trail ride or be like, hey, I want to do a trail ride. Uh, if someone can show me the ropes. I'll buy pizza or I'll buy breakfast. You meet me here and uh, we'll go riding and. Um, I have made friends through YouTube. I've made friends uh, through Facebook and Instagram and through events that I still go off-roading with, and we share information between ourselves. And I have a whole source of uh, uh, information I can use. I also watch YouTube quite often. Um, there's a lot of YouTubers that have Patreon accounts that share information. There's just a lot of information out there. You just kind of really have to know where to look. And uh, what to be searching. And um, I really wish I had known this uh, as a younger person because um, I had plenty of time to go ride. Um, one of the first trails that someone ever recommended to me uh, to go try, I tried. And I got stuck. And I didn't know enough about it. And um, I was sitting on the side of a mountain for four hours. And it was kind of a disaster and then I decided oh I think it's a shortcut to go uh, not the way I came in and it ended up being harder than the way I came in and took forever and scared my wife at the time and or still my wife <laughs> scared my wife we just got married um and uh and I told her to be home at five and I was home at you know 12 o'clock um but had I had Gaia had I had uh the information I have now then it would have been a lot easier. Um, one thing I always want to recommend, you know, if you're not comfortable and you're just going out off-roading for the first time, maybe you want to go to an off-road park or maybe try to find classes in your area that's taught by maybe a local uh, Jeep dealership or off-road shop. Excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Let me get a sip of this Bell's Hop Slam Ale. Mm. Much better. Anyways, maybe it's maybe I would suggest almost like 
if you can find beginner trails to go riding, it'd be fantastic. If there's an off-road park near you, typically they'll um, they'll have someone that will get you unstuck if you do get stuck. If you don't have friends to go off-roading with quite yet, uh, there'll be other vehicles out there that can help you. And then you can follow the greens or the easies or whatever, however they mark the easiest trails. Go out and ride the easy trails. See if it, what your vehicle is capable of. And then, uh, you know, work your way up from there. But, uh, you can, it, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And Google seems to be a bad place to find it. Um, maybe some of the words you want to look up as far as like Google or even YouTube is overlanding, traverse, um, uh, tran, what is it? Uh, yeah, like trans, like the trans Georgia or trans trans uh wisconsin uh meaning that you're gonna cross the entire state uh, we have the georgia traverse here in georgia which is a trail system a guy basically had to make with a map and then and and then track it through gps and then he made it available to other people thankfully um and uh it's even i didn't know about that till like two years ago but it's been online for quite a many times a year like it's unbelievable the way the algorithms work with Facebook and YouTube and Instagram that a, a lot of information doesn't get in front of us unless someone tells us or after years and years and years or if we're searching for something because they might have made a post about it, but only like 90 people saw it. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. And there's still a lot of trails and areas that people don't share and don't talk about because they want to keep them private. They don't really want a lot of people out there. I try to share it. I use, uh, I make, a, I have a blog that I just started on my uh, my website. It's called Recent Travels, and it's on BlackBearOffRoad.com. And I've shared about three different places, and I have GPS coordinates and information. But I really want to encourage people to ride trails responsibly and to find trails that are actually legal. Pick up trash while you're there, and um, and just plan your day properly so that you're going to have. Um, a good experience and that you're not going to you know get stuck, tear up a trail, cause issues and draw negative attention to our sport and community really. Um and that's one of the reasons why we're doing a trail cleanup like I said uh March 22nd um on Gassy Gap. Gassy Grassy, I always say Gassy. Grassy Gap uh road and it's I actually so uh I'll end with a little bit of a story. Uh, a guy on Instagram sent me GPS coordinates. Hey, I found this little section of trail the other day. It's five miles. It's easy. But there's a few sections that are kind of like shoaly, kind of like stair-stepping rocks that are kind of fun and tire spin a little bit on it. Uh, go check it out. It's very scenic. It's beautiful. The first bend of the trail, I saw a recliner, an old TV, wood panel TV. I mean, it's just junk on the side of this road. And uh, it's just disappointing. So even though I haven't rode this trail uh, I've rode it twice now. No, once. Excuse me. I've only rode this one, trail once. I've only rode it once now. I want to go clean it because it's like unbelievable that it's that dirty uh, from just locals. There's actually a gravel road by, right by my house. It's actually a legal county road. And people go and just dump trash all the time on it. And it's like they're going to shut these roads down and make you stay on paved roads, and we're gonna have to go. Like if that road wasn't there, and I'm 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 traveling from uh, the city north of me to where I am now, it would add like ten minutes to my ride. And then also if they shut down the ones that I, went tra- I go trail riding at. That that's trails I can't go ride. I can't enjoy the views. I can't enjoy nature. 
just because people want to dump their trash in the wrong place. Um, they don't want to go to the extra effort to drive to a dump and possibly pay a fee of 15 bucks or, you know, pay for, um, uh, you know, garbage services at their house. Um, it's just stupid. But, um, anyways, we're gonna go do a trail cleanup, but there's, so let's just run over a quick overview of what we got. If you're new or veteran and you're just looking for trails, you want to add new trails to your repertoire, you just want to get some new trails to go uh, experience and off-road. There's uh, the Jeep Badge uh, Jeep badge of Honor Trails. There is Gaia GPS. There's Google. There's YouTube. There's Instagram. There's Facebook. Facebook groups. And then remember on Instagram, you can search by location. You can find guys local to you. Don't be afraid to DM people. Um, a lot of people are there that don't mind being helpful and some people ignore you. Uh, I was going to South Dakota two years ago and I wanted to go off-roading in the Black Hills. And what I did was I hopped on Facebook. I found the Black Hills 4x4 Club. I found out who the president was. I DM'd him and said, hey, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. I understand that you guys want to protect your local trails and you do there's certain days that you do trail rides out there. And I know it's also public land and anyone can go off-roading there. I would love if you wouldn't mind sharing some information with me. I promise I'm not going to leave trash. I'm not going to tear up your trail. Uh, if you know, I'm just going to go out there and enjoy it the proper way. And I appreciate it for any information that you have. Not only did he give me dates that um, that I could go off-roading there that that they were going to be hosting, but he called me on the phone. We talked for like an hour, and he gave me great information. Um, the He told me what maps to look up on Gaia, and uh, I've never met this person uh, face-to-face, but you know, just because he could tell the kind of person I wanted to be, the way I was treating the, the trail and the respect I was giving him and the trail system, he was willing to share that information with me. Now, I did message probably like 10 different people, and some people didn't respond, and some people were like, oh, I don't really like to give that information out because they they want to be secretive. If you just asked the Facebook group, nobody might respond. If you went on a forum or on Google, you might not get the information you're looking for. If you asked a local, you're probably not going to get the information, uh, you know, like in person. <coughs> uh, YouTube is a wealth of knowledge on that kind of thing. Uh, we were in South Dakota, and I was like, South Dakota boondocking, South Dakota overlanding, South Dakota whatever. And I found this really cool trail to overlook the Badlands, and it was phenomenal. And I found it on an RV YouTube page. They were like, this is a great place to boondock. It's beautiful. And we just rode this little gravel road out and saw this fantastic overlook over the Badlands. And I only was able to find that particular trail. I'm not from that area. I don't know anything about South Dakota. Never been there before. But because I watched a YouTube video, paid close attention to it, I was able to go out and ride it. So this, you know, like I said, this podcast was just about um, finding new trails or finding trails. Um, one thing I like to do is keep a list in my phone of trails I like riding. Sometimes when I'm out uh, off-roading, I'll run across a marker for a for, uh, uh, forestry road, and I'll just mark it down like, oh, that was FS or FR or whatever, um, 4928, and later I'll go back and look it up, see if it's open. That's one of the things you got to do your due diligence when you are planning for a trip. Uh, most states 
um, offer a website that'll tell you whether the state roads open. Uh, the federal websites do that, and you can see if the roads open, or if there's any closures, or if it's legal to be out there. Uh, if your vehicle is, there's tons of roads for, you know, four wheelers and dirt bikes and horses and dirt bikes that are not or snowmobiles that are not meant to have jeeps on it uh when i lived in michigan i bought a paperback book that was like 30 bucks but it actually had all the ohv trails in the state on it and that information is in gaia but the nice thing about that book was there was a little bit of information in each section of the map letting you uh giving you a little bit more information uh than what you would uh could just see looking at a map and uh it was fantastic uh, really to have but the nice thing about Gaia is that it's constantly updating so you're getting good information as far as if a trail no longer exists or you know when it's on paper and it's from 2007 things happen and uh, you might get somewhere and it doesn't exist anymore or it's closed off or whatever so that's the nice thing about Gaia anyways there's a lot of different ways uh, to find new trails and uh, the the best way is just to communicate with people in your community. Um, but there's also a lot of different ways to use technology to your advantage as well. If you're listening to this podcast, you know how to work technology. So use it to your advantage. Use social media. Uh, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be the best way to find trails in your area. If that's something you're interested in, in finding new trails and going off-roading. If you're listening to this and you don't want anybody to know about your secret honey hole trails then do yourself a favor and don't post it anywhere. Don't tell anybody. Don't share it. There's actually a trail that I know of in Georgia. It's about four and a half miles, and uh, that's about all I'll tell you about it. It's an awesome trail. It's not hard, uh, but there's some things along the way, uh, scenic things or things to do on the trail that are fun, and I don't like to share it with anybody because I know that people will abuse the trail, and there's a lot of homes along the trail uh and it's not really serviced really well by the county and i know that if we get a lot of traffic on there it will ruin that trail and they'll end up closing it and then i won't be able to take my friends and family and people i love out there and share it with them that's the thing you're up against when you go out of state that's the thing you go you're up against even in state uh so the best thing you can do is just be respectful and be you know, I know there's a lot of people who pound tread lightly and they really take it serious. And I like to say I'm kind of liberal when it comes to that. But I, I'm very serious when, I, when we're talking about keeping trails clean and trying not to tear them off uh, up and not taking any side routes, even though it's tempting. Uh, you see a trail cut up, but it's not listed on your GPS and it's not uh, posted whether it's legal or not. And you just have a bad feeling about it. Just don't do it. Um it might have been fun, and it might seem worth it at the time, but later when the trail's closed, it's not worth it. And I'm not here to lecture people. Uh, I've definitely made mistakes on the trails, um, but I always leave them clean, and uh, I try not to get stuck or run them out or make them worse for the next person so that other people can enjoy them. But uh, anyways, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, email us at info at blackbearoffroad.com. Or hit us up on social. I'm going to be doing on my YouTube channel, the Jeep and Bubba YouTube channel, a live Q&A on February 2nd. It's a Sunday at 7 p.m. So feel free to 
to uh, to hop on that and hit us with a live Q&A if you have any questions that you want to ask. Um, you can hit us up and uh, we'll be sure to respond and answer any questions that you may have about uh, trails and off-roading and that whole thing. Or if you have any just general questions about off-roading in general, uh, feel free to uh, hit us up on that live Q&A. I know that's a uh, uh, big day for some people on Sunday in the sports world, so uh, I understand if you're busy that day, but uh, we're just going to be trying out the live feature on on YouTube that day and thought, uh, hey, why not today? (laughs) Maybe you'll be home this Sunday and you'll want to hop on that. But uh, anyways, I appreciate you guys listening. I know I kind of drugged this small, short topic out a little bit, but there is a lot of information in it. And so if if you want to dive in with me a little bit more on it, feel free to hit me up on that Q&A. Feel free to email me, reach out on social. And uh, feel free to hop on Facebook and Instagram. Again, like I said, use technology to your advantage. All right, guys, I appreciate you listening. And as always, we'll be seeing you.